welcome back to This Is Baseball. It is mid-January, and as you know, I live in Kansas City, Missouri, and we just got pummeled by some snow. And while it was fun and nice to look at, it really made me wish that it was spring or summer because with spring brings obviously better weather, but spring also brings baseball. And we have been without baseball for a little over two months now since the World Series wrapped up. And spring training is going to be here before we know it, mid-February. So we're we're on the path to having baseball back in our lives. But this weather really got me ready for ready for spring and ready for baseball. So with this episode, what I want to do is take a, a, a way too early look at the 2024 Major League Baseball season. Can the Texas Rangers repeat as champions? Will the Dodgers live up to expectations? Can Baltimore win the AL East again? What does the American League Central look like? What are the Chicago Cubs going to do? There's a lot of questions that we don't obviously have a lot of answers to yet because there are a lot of things that we just won't know until we know. Uh, But the offseason is still happening. There's still a lot of good free agents out there. There's a lot of teams that still need to plug holes on their roster. There's teams that have already made huge moves and are likely done. There's teams that have done absolutely nothing to this point this offseason and have really surprised everybody by their lack of action from their front offices, looking at the Twins and the Cubs specifically there. And I do want to start with the Cubs. So the Cubs were the Cubs were a team that they just missed out on the playoffs last year and kind of had a collapse down the stretch leading to leading to the Cubs getting rid of their manager David Ross. And getting rid of David Ross, of course the order of which David Ross and Craig Council got hired is a little fuzzy. It almost sounds like they hired Craig Council before they let David Ross go, but anyway, Craig Council, longtime Milwaukee Brewers manager and free agent one of the hottest commodities uh, on the free agent market from a manager standpoint. Uh, the, the Cubs went up and paid him a lot of money to come and be the new, the next manager of the Chicago Cubs. And with that move, investing a lot of money into a manager, it made you feel like the Cubs were about to do a lot of work this offseason in an effort to take advantage of an otherwise kind of weak or vulnerable is probably a better word for it uh, in National League Central uh, with the Cubs or with the Cardinals rather trying to figure some things out and the Reds being 
on the verge of being competitive. Obviously, the Brewers are still going to be okay. But the Cubs have done essentially nothing this offseason. And like I said earlier in the show, like they offseason still has a long time to go, so there's moves that can still be made, like bringing Cody Bellinger back or uh, plugging in a couple other uh, missing pieces to their roster to solidify their team in 2024 to be competitive. But to this point, it's been kind of surprising how quiet the Chicago Cubs have been this offseason. So, but I will be interested to see what a Craig Council team looks like when he's with an organization that has the resources like the Chicago Cubs do. Because when he was with the Brewers, the Brewers are obviously a small market team. And he was able to make that team a perennial playoff contender. So I'm very interested to see what the Cubs do with council and are they going to spend money in the next 60 days? And I hope that they do because they've kind of fallen behind a little bit in my opinion, because if you look at the St. Louis Cardinals, their, their pitching situation was kind of a mess and they were able to go out and get Sonny Gray and lure him away from the twins Cardinals also went out and got Kyle Gibson and they brought in uh, Lance Lynn. All three of these starters are aging players, but they're solid, reliable veterans. And the St. Louis Cardinals have addressed a a part of their roster that was a major issue in 2023 in pitching. So I expect the Cardinals to probably have a little bit of a better year in 23 than they did in the previous season. Let's stick with the National League um, and go over to the National League East. So the Atlanta Braves uh, are obviously the favorite to win the National League East. It's not a matter of if they'll win the National League East. It's by how many games. And the bigger question for the Braves is, are they going to be able to they're, they're likely going to be that one or two seed that gets that first round by. They're going to avoid the wild card series and play in the division round, in the division series. And it's going to be about, you know, can the Braves overcome that break and make it past the division round? Because since expansion, playoff expansion, the Braves have come up short they've lost to the Phillies in back-to-back years in the division round so this is a year of nobody uh there's you don't have to convince anybody how good of a team that you are if you're the Atlanta Braves what you need to do now is convince everybody that you're good enough to actually go and make a deep playoff run and win a World Series obviously they are they won one in 2021 but that was pre-playoff expansion so it's now it's uh, it's a matter of Let's not make excuses about having the layoff. Let's go and actually show everybody that we are the best team in the nas- in the National League and probably all of baseball and go and go and win another World Series. I think the Phillies are going to be a team that could could be annoying for the Braves in the National League East. They're a team that had were they were dealing with some injuries early on in the year and once they really once they got Bryce Harper back in the mix, the Phillies were they were the hottest team in baseball. I actually thought last year their rec- 
their record was not really a good representation of how good the Phillies were. And I think if they can get off to a better start this year, the Phillies could give the Braves some trouble in the National League East. Now, with all that being said, I still think it's the Braves' division. The Mets are doing a little kind of quick rebuild, so don't really expect much out of them. And can the Marlins make it back? I think the Marlins, again, they have such a strong pitching staff. I think pitching is one of the most important things, obviously, on a roster, and the Marlins have it. So, yeah, I think the Marlins could be a wild card team again. Now, obviously, kind of the most interesting part of the offseason has been Shohei Otani and the Los Angeles Dodgers and everything that the Dodgers have done and bringing in Otani and Yamamoto and Tavares and doing all these deferred payment deals. I did an episode last week of how, you know, how much pressure is are the Los Angeles Dodgers under. And for me, this is year one of, you know, the clock that is ticking for the Los Angeles Dodgers to win some championships. Obviously, Shohei Otani won't be pitching this year because he's going to be recovering from surgery, but he will be their designated hitter. So they're going to have a very important bat in the lineup. So Dodgers kind of in a similar situation as the Braves haven't been able to overcome that layoff. They've been the one or two seed in the playoffs if then they've not made it past the division round. So this is about winning your division, showing everybody that this money that you've spent is going to be worth it. And you're going to actually um, be successful outside of the regular season and make it past that division round and go compete for a championship And the rest of the National League West is interesting. The Giants and the Padres have both made some improvements on their roster, but I just don't think anything that anybody does is going to be good enough to even be on the same stratosphere that the Dodgers are in. And I really hate to say this about the Diamondbacks, but I don't expect to see them back in the postseason in 2024. They got off to a really strong start in 23, kind of dipped off for a little bit. Were able to figure it back out late in the season. They also needed a little bit of help from some other teams in the National League to not take care of business. Uh, Cubs and the Reds come to mind when I say that. But I I think they're a fun team. They obviously have – they're going to have a chip on their shoulder and feel like they have unfinished business coming into 2024. So there is some motivation for – the Diamondbacks, but I just think that I think other teams in the National League are going to be better this year than they were last year. I think that the Cardinals are going to bounce back. I think teams within their own division are going to be better. I think the Padres are going to be better. I think the Giants are going to be better. So I think there's just going to be more roadblocks ahead of them in 24 than there was last year. Let's hop over to the American League for a little bit and start in the American League West. Uh, 
I think that the Texas Rangers are primed to actually win the American League West this year and have a real legitimate shot of of being back in the World Series this year. I think they've built a roster that has the ability to have success longer than just one year. I don't think that they're a one-and-done team. I think that they have multiple championships in them. I don't think that the Houston Astros are going to go down easily, though. I still think that they have a very strong team and will be toe-to-toe with the Rangers. And you look at the the Angels and A's and Mariners... I just don't buy I don't buy into the Mariners hype. So I don't like them. I, I, I feel like they're gonna miss the playoffs, but Los Angeles Angels are officially without Shohei Otani. They couldn't make the playoffs with him. I have zero faith that they're gonna just magically make the playoffs now that he's gone. That wouldn't make any sense at all. And Oakland A's this is likely, I think this is going to be their last season in Oakland. They're going to be completely awful and miserable to watch and honestly just sad from a viewer standpoint and fan standpoint. Hopping over to the American League East. I think the Baltimore Orioles have a good opportunity to go back-to-back as AL East champions. Uh, the Yankees, they added one Soto, but they haven't really done anything that makes me feel like they're just going to magically be a 90, 95, 100 win ball club all of a sudden. I think that they're going to be just kind of okay. Tampa Bay Rays are always somebody that's going to be around. They're a club that has just figured out how to maximize their players out on the trade market and bring back players that can fill in those gaps and just continue to be a competitive ball club year in and year out. I still think the Red Sox are going to be really bad. I think that the Blue Jays are just going to be all right. So I think that the American League East will be Baltimore and Tampa just going back and forth. And closing out with the American League Central. This is an interesting division, and it's it's no secret that it's one of the weaker divisions in all of baseball, and it it's the weakest division. I think Chicago, the White Sox, are going to bring up the rear. I think Detroit and Kansas City have both... I, I think I've said this a few times last year. They're both kind of in the same spot as a franchise in in their rebuilds. They've both addressed some of the issues that they need to. Detroit with their pitching and bringing in Jack Flaherty. Kansas City bringing in Michael Waka, Seth Lugo, Will Smith in the bullpen. I think... The Royals have an offense that is ready to contend. Obviously, pitching was most of their issue last year, and 
the Kansas City Royals front office and ownership, while they didn't go out and spend Shohei Otani money, they went out and spent money. They didn't sit on their hands. This offseason, they went out and said, you know what, 2023 is not acceptable, and we need to be better in 2024. And they brought it, they signed some players that were kind of middle of the road free agents. They're not top free agents, and they, you know, you could argue that they overpaid for them, but when you are a perennial loser the way that the Royals have been and have lost 100 games in multiple seasons over the last six years and haven't even sniffed being competitive since 2017, you're going to have to to show some people some money if you really want them to be part of your organization and feel like they can be part of the turnaround that you are trying to to have in Kansas City. And I think... I don't I'm not gonna be crazy and say that they're gonna make the playoffs this year, but they're in a really good division to have a chance at somehow slipping in there because I just I think eighty three, eighty four, eighty five wins can win you this American League Central. The twins who have been on top, uh they've lost a lot of pitching. They lost Kenta Maeda, they lost Sonny Gray. I I just see them kind of taking a step back and maybe this being a a four team kind of playoff chase in the American League Central with the Twins, Guardians, Tigers and Royals. And I think that that could be a lot of fun cuz this is a division that has just been miserable to watch for years and years and years. So it'd be nice to see a little bit of a a division race, a little bit of juice down the stretch between these teams come September. So that's all I had for you this week on This Is Baseball. I just, the weather really kind of had me daydreaming about spring and baseball, and it's all going to be here before we know it. We're about a month out from, from pitchers and catchers reporting, so... It'll be here before we know it, and all of a sudden it's going to be like July or something. So thank you so much for listening today and being along with me and my way too early kind of look at the 2024 season. We'll do this again when it gets closer to time and all of the rosters are more solidified. We'll see if some teams that maybe didn't make some moves actually did a few things and maybe change my mind a little bit but again we'll uh we'll get to that when it gets closer to to the season which again it's right on right around the corner so again thanks for listening see you next time